have this like thing. I, I think it's one of the weirdest things in the world that people are like, uh, no bringing up politics or religion. I was ever. just going to say, like, like politics. Like, let's, yeah, yeah. Well, those are those are the most important things in the world. Like, wh- like, let's just not talk about things that matter. Yeah. Instead, let's only talk about the best fast food burger. I'll just talk about both. Um, and do, <laughs> and I think you can do it with respect. I mean, we've we've yes. talked about we have talked about every controversial issue you can think of on my Twitch channel, uh, with hundreds, if not thousands, of people watching. And 98% of the time in the chat included is super civil about it. It's oh, one wow. of the things I'm most, most proud of. Yeah. Cause I... like we can meet people where they're at with love and mm-hmm. like have compassion when we have these conversations. I'm super excited. I have Bearded Blevins. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Super pumped. Yeah, really, really glad you're able to come on and do the pod. So what we do to start things off, we do three random questions to get the juices uh, pumping. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. First question. You can pick any Detroit sports team to win the next championship. What team are you picking? Okay, I'm picking the Lions, uh, but it isn't as obvious as it seems. I know there's Lions stuff everywhere, and I'm diehard with them. Um <laughs> Cause man, like it would be really cool for the Red Wings to get to be good again. Like I love, I, I love the Red Wings. They're my second favorite team. I, the Pistons have been bad forever, so it'd be great to have them. And if I could even switch it to Michigan, I'd love for the Wolverines to win one. But yeah, the Lions have never won a Super Bowl. They've won multiple championships. Yeah, people forget that. Like if they just called it the Super Bowl since its inception, the Lions would have you know four. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they've had multiple national uh, champion, championships in the 50s, and maybe even one earlier than that. Um, but yeah, in the Super Bowl era, they haven't won one, and they haven't won a playoff game since I was four years old. Oh, that wow. changes this year, my friend. I've I've never been a, a Detroit Lions fan, but I've liked the players, Megatron, Barry Sanders, even watching Hard Knocks last year. I, I was really like, I like the coach. You guys, you know, and it's just, yeah, it's, it's looked like yeah. you had a good team. I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. I don't like to. I like to be really fair with a lot of teams. I, I like to, you know, t- talk about the best parts of every team. I, I'm not going to sound. I'm going to sound like the people I hate when I say this. But after Hard Knocks and the Lions being so bad for so long, uh, I think that you're about to see a new America's team, my friend. Nice. At the coach, I love the coach. Yeah, Just his everyone attitude. does. Yeah. Yep. That's a good find for you guys. All right. Second sure. question. Best vacation you ever had. Best vacation I ever does a honeymoon count? Sure. Oh, uh, it's gotta be the honeymoon then. Uh and that that feels weird because I've had amazing vacations with my wife. We have three kids. I've been yep. married uh coming up 10 years here. Um, and we've had amazing vacations in my whole life. I've had great vacations with my parents and brothers. But man, Aruba. I don't know if you've been have you been to Aruba? No, I've never been down south that far. It, it's like 26 miles long. Um, and white sandy beaches, the water you can see through for miles and miles. Uh, it was unbelievable. Nice. It was it was unreal. I, we we talk about going back uh, quite a bit. We might do it for our ten year. Uh, but man, Aruba with the wife, yep, was nice. was top tier. Food was great. Yep, excellent. Yeah. And the weather was fantastic. Probably unbelievable. There's one flaw, only one flaw, and it's that it's so windy and the the sand is so fine. Loyal uh, that that multiple times throughout the day you're just standing in the water and you'll just get like whipped by the sand. Oh, wow. And it hurts quite a bit, yeah. like, but but it, but it's it's just a couple times a day it happens, and 
But otherwise, man, everything was perfect. Excellent. All right. So third question, you're going out to your favorite place to eat. What are you ordering? All right. So I'm thinking my favorite place to eat. Uh, I'm getting so my favorite place to eat is this little spot uh, called well, my favorite all time or favorite that I go to regularly. Regularly, I guess we'll go with regularly. Okay, my favorite regular spot is a spot called Spears near me. It is a bourbon and burger uh, spot. Oh. Uh, they have everything. They have steaks and they're everything that they make is good there. But they've got these wings. So I'm ordering, I'm ordering their smoked crispy wings. Oh, uh, I'm ordering their weirdly enough. I'm ordering a side Caesar salad. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to get a side of their mac and cheese, which is insane. Yeah. And then I'm going to get one, probably their their coffee, bacon, um, bourbon, burger. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like sliced in half with uh, with their really good fries and a glass of nice bourbon. Oh, nice. Now I'm hungry. Yeah. Shoot. Normally I go steak. Steak's yep. my favorite food of all time, but that's my spot. For, and, that, and they have burgers. Nice. And you actually just reminded me of something um i recently i had the founder of uh, gamers outreach and he is from detroit lives in california now but he told he owns he opened up a detroit style pizza in uh la i'd never heard of a detroit pizza before you have it so you've no. not tried one yet no oh man it's a, so detroit pizza is the best of all time it combines the best of every other type of American pizza, right? You've got the the thickness of like the Chicago deep dish people like, yeah. The crispiness of like a thin crust that people like, the doughiness of the New York slice that people like. Um, it, it's I, I think it's the perfect pizza. You got to try it. Yeah. You got to try it. Even yeah. even the bad stuff like Little Caesars, um, Jets pizza. Like you have those That's are around you certainly. It. Yeah, Jets. Yeah. Check it out. Check out okay. Jets. Um, it's it's good enough. But then you go to like Buddy's or like those places downtown Detroit. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's unreal. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. So enough of the you know the three rapid questions turned in a little bit longer, but that's all right. So, Sorry, I'm a long winded guy. It's all good, man. So who is Bearded Blevins before you found the go live button and created content? Uh, what, man, that's a great question. Where do I start? So you got, I'm long-winded. You got me starting when I'm born. That's good. Well, if you want to start when you're born, that's fine. Some people start, you know, when they leave high school or after college. You start wherever you want. It's your podcast. You know, so I, uh, I very close with my my, my family. I, I, my parents are great. I got two younger brothers, uh, Chris and Ty, and an adopted sister as well that we uh, brought into the family kind of later on in life. Um, she's just great. And, you know, born and raised, born and raised Catholic. Um, didn't go to Catholic school, but I like, went to Mass every single week. Um, you know, had, had some great experiences, uh, you know, finding God throughout middle school and high school. And when I was about 19 or 20, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought about sports broadcasting. I didn't care about school. I just wanted to date people. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just, I, I was just going from like long, like, like long relationships and lots of long, just trying to, you know, I was just a romantic man. Yeah. Notebook and walk to remember were like my favorite movies. I was a sap. Oh man. Uh, and, and I didn't care about school at all. Met this guy who kind of changed my life. He ended up becoming a priest uh, and and taught me a lot about the church and was like, hey, man, you like you'd be good at teaching about this stuff. You should go consider it. So um, I did. I studied theology. I have oh, my wow. bachelor's and my master's degree in, in theology. Um, and then I worked for 15 years in Catholic parish ministry. I did a lot of youth ministry and then, uh, uh, you know, youth and young adult and adult evangelization um, ended up, you know, getting hired to speak and travel around the world. Um, at different conferences and events oh, wow. and different parishes, which was really fun. You know, met my wife while I was living in Wisconsin. Um, we've got three beautiful kids, and 
you know, we, I loved it. Everything that I did, I share all that because everything, um, you know, God is very important to me. My faith is very important to me. My family is very important to me. My friends, you know, sports, barbecue, and bourbon, kind of in that order. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, everything that, that I did during those 15 years allowed me to be good at streaming. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I, everything, how to, how to talk to a troll. There's trolls at your youth group all the time. Like yeah. how do you talk to the kid who acts up? Like every single thing, like, I feel like God was preparing me to, to be, you know, doing content creation. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, did it part-time five years ago and launched it full-time about two years ago. Oh, wow. Um, but that was me before. Yeah. Oh, very cool. And how about video games? Where did video games start in your, in your life? Yeah, I, I always I always feel like I'm given a bad answer when people ask me about video games. I feel like I'm doing a disservice to video games because they were a big part of my life. Like I remember playing I remember my grandma, my, my grandfather passed away when I was maybe five or six. Uh, my dad's dad and my grandma got remarried when I was maybe nine, ten or eleven. And I remember like being at her, the wedding in her house. It was just yeah. in her house in in Tennessee or Georgia. Really small house, and we there was nothing for us to do. We we're little kids, and her neighbor was like, Hey, I brought a Nintendo over. You guys can like play Mario. And I just remember being like, this is the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, we're playing Mario. Like, oh, this is so fun. I didn't want to stop. We never, my, my brothers and I never fought because we we're just like, let's just take turns and have yeah. fun. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And so then, you know, then Sega came out. And then, so really they were a big part of my life, but I was always into sports. Like my, both my younger brothers were way more into video games than me. Yeah. Uh, but man, it, like we played Pokemon growing up together and different RPGs like Final Fantasy and a game called Legend of Gaia. I got into a lot of the Madden uh, stuff and then Halo. I think Halo really was like the game that got me like an Xbox Live kind of came out right yeah. around the same time as like Halo 2. Right. And so we're playing against people. And when we found out we could play against real people online and like rank up. Yeah. That changed the game for my brothers and I. Oh, OK. Um, but then I'd play for a long time and then I'd go off to, you know, and in and, and summertime, I wouldn't play at all. And then, yeah. you know, and so I like video games a lot. But for me, as a, as a content creator, like it's such a minor part of what I do. For yep. me, it's all about the community. So I love games. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm always talking to the chat the whole time okay. when I'm playing. So as a sports fan, you didn't dive into like no couch, couch, co-op couch, you know, beating down your brothers in Madden or hockey or anything like that. So they, they wouldn't play a lot with me. I was a semi-professional Madden player. I, I don't know what that means. I, I played, <laughs> I was, I was high up on the game battles ranks oh, wow. way back in the day. And I would win a couple of GameStop tourneys here and there that oh, I would shoot. show up to with, you know, 20 people that would show up. It wasn't crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, and I competed a little bit with Halo, but no, the only time I was ever like, I would drop the controller in Halo sometimes and, and hit both my brothers and then get back and then kill them. <laughs> uh, you know, we did that. We did the land and we had friends over and stuff. But man, yeah. for me, it always felt like a secondary thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was yeah. always about the the hanging out with the friends and right. not about the game. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Over the years, what is your favorite game that sticks out? My favorite game? Man, if you're going to, if I, well, I love Fortnite. Yeah. I really do. There's, there's. I've never played a game for this long. It's been five years ish, six years. I've never played a game for this long that I still uh, am interested in playing. Yeah. So I got to give it credit. I feel like a nerd. You know, I'm a 35 year old <laughs> man. You know, and there's all these little kids that play this game, but I just love it. I think it's fun. Yeah. You can be meme about it. Like I do this heals only thing where I don't win with weapons. All I win without weapons all the time, and it's super fun. But I'm gonna Fortnite's probably up there for me. Uh, if, man, if I had to pick a second one, it'd ha probably Halo Three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if you ever got into that, but game battles, bro, when you could like log in for free and then like you're, you you submit a match and you're playing yeah. 1v1 on these maps and then someone oh, accepts shit. it and you're like, oh, someone accepted the game, someone accepted the game. And then you, you bring them in and 
Oh, so fun. The com- the competitive part of it is a blast. Yeah. Oh shoot, that's awesome. Yeah, I recently didn't discover Fortnite until you know I had a couple of content creators on, it and you know just the excitement they had. Is like because I always thought you know I've got. I've got three kids. My youngest, she's 13, and she's dreading the day that any of her friends find out I have a podcast with content creators on. She's, you know, her life is going to be over. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, that the whole Fortnite thing, I was just thought it was a young kids game. But then having Monster or Brave Edits and swearing on it's like, it's a fun game. The community is fantastic. And, yeah, it's just, it's a blast to play. Yeah, and I feel like the community is only getting better, which is actually kind of cool. You might think that it might be dying out or something, but yeah. I feel like it's kind of hitting its its stride right now. Yeah. So now, what made you hit that go live button? You know, I I did it maybe seven years ago. Uh, I I was my brother. I, I was starting to finally watch Tyler play. Yeah. I never watched him play. Like he would be on Justin TV back in our parents' basement. Yeah. Um, and I never really knew what he was doing. Like I knew he was playing games and he was very good at games and I liked playing with him, but I didn't yeah. understand the whole live stream thing. It just felt like a hobby. Uh, you know, and then, and then maybe I started to understand it a little bit more about seven years ago. He still hadn't, you know, blown up yet. Yeah. Uh, but he was doing well and he was able to pay the bills with it. And I was like, man, you know what I like Madden, maybe I can stream Madden. So I go live playing Madden and I was good at Madden. Yeah. And I'm playing the game and I'm, and three people show up. You know, I thought way more would show up because of my Twitter. I had a decent Twitter following. I was like, oh, you know, three people show up. I'm talking to them, losing the game. If I'm if I'm playing the game to be better at the game, I'm I'm not reading chat. And the only right. three people in there are roasting me for not reading the chat. Oh, I was God. like, this yeah. is this is harder than it looks. So I hit uh, end stream and I was like, I'm not doing this, this ain't for me. <laughs> Two years go by, Fortnite comes out. I kind of stopped playing video games. That's probably the longest in my life I, I didn't play games. Fortnite yeah. comes out. My buddy is uh, is is you know working um, you know a, a new job and he's available at nights now and, and, and I miss him. So it's like we both got kids. Let's reconnect and play Fortnite together and hang out. And get all into it. Uh, had a blast. Tyler starts kind of blowing up. Yeah. I go to his house. I, I go to his house one day to talk to Jess. We're having a beer. It's like March. March Madness is happening. Um, and Jess was like, have you ever thought about going live? I, like, I did two years ago, but I didn't like it. And he goes, good at it. She's like, I'll yeah. try it out now. And I did. And uh, I, I bought everything. I, I came up with the name Beard of Blevins. And yeah. I was like, I'm just going to go live and be myself and see what happens. Um, and it kind of like took off. Uh, yeah. And so that that's I hit that go live button because I thought that I could you know, try to bring be a positive light uh, into mm-hmm. that Twitch world, which can sometimes be very trolly. Oh, yeah. Yep. And here we are five years later and it's going well. Oh, that's excellent. And now over the over the years, what's been some of the hardest things about, you know, hitting that go live button and, and being a content creator? Uh, the You know, at, fir- at first, the hardest part is like, what if no one shows up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and sometimes you have 100 people. Like when I first started, I was lucky, man. I, I was at the time, I think I was the fastest partnered streamer of all time. Oh, wow. no, no joke. Like. Obviously, Tyler being Tyler, like he hosted me one time and yeah. I broke all the reg- all the rules you needed for it. Um, you know, so, so I just applied and became partner within like a month. I know there are other people who are partnered, like famous people get partnered before they ever go live. But yeah, I got partnered pretty quick and was able to start making some money. You know, but then, you know, you take a couple weeks off. I didn't realize that was going to be a big deal. And you come back and there's like four or five people and you're like, man, there was hundreds of people in here. And now nice. there's four or five. And. I had to kind of learn, like, man, those four, you got to put on, you got to put on a, sh- a show and be entertaining for those four or five people. Like, it, they, they think it's important to watch. Yeah. I think that's hard to, to, to learn. And advice I would give is, like, imagine four or five people, you're like, oh, there's not that many people watching me. Imagine four or five people just behind you right now watching you play a video game. Yep. 
you would you'd be looking you'd be turning around be like being like are you, are you having fun like right this is good right like can i get you anything you want water you want like this is weird don't yeah. stop watching me and it's cool so i think it's i think you know to appreciate anyone who's in there um and then for me i, I would say trolls but man the trolls don't really bother me Oh, good. I'm trying, you know, I think for me, probably the hardest part is is making sure you stay in shape and finding time to be active because yeah. you know, I'm sitting, I'm sitting all the time now, um, and I got to make sure I'm taking care of myself. Yep, absolutely. And you know, the other piece of that too, that's you know, I, I, a lot of the advice people who have been on talk about is, uh, you know, it's it's tough, but you have to be on because somebody's coming in for the first time. You have a small window to sort of keep their attention. Yeah, a hundred percent, and that's why I try to focus so much on the chat. Yeah, um, because I, I most of the time I am playing Fortnite. Sometimes I do barbecue streams, and I'll do like a cigar oh, nice. stream or IRL stream. But I'm often playing Fortnite, and I'm not gonna. I don't want to be a pro Fortnite player. Like yeah. I enjoy being competitive with it every once in a while and trying hard sometimes in this mm -hmm. new ranked mode and stuff. Maybe a tournament here or there, but uh, I don't. For me, like the growth that I think is necessary to have the impact on the culture and the world that I want to have won't happen on Fortnite. Yep. Um, so yeah, you're right. Like those, those little 10, 20 seconds that you have those two minutes to make that window. I'm trying to read every single chat during every single game. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I have a thousand people watching my chats flying. Um, and it's, it's hard to do that. So then yeah. you hope that like, then you hope that the community you have built is doing a good enough job talking to them and making them feel welcome and all that. Right. And that's important too, is making sure you've got, you know, some people in there welcoming the new people. Yeah. And and like you said, it's not about the video game. It's about the community you're building. You're almost like that, you know, local little pub. You're the bartender. Everybody's coming in. It's a nice place to hang out and just, you know, everybody's friendly towards each other. A hundred percent. I actually compare it to that all the time. Oh, okay. It's like, like, you know, I love that you just said that because it is like it, Fortnite is like the bar. Yeah. Right. And like, it's not so you, when I go to a bar, I'm not going to the bar because it's a bar. I'm going to the bar to hang out with whoever to get some work done, hang out with a buddy who's there, even have a good conversation with the bartender. Yeah. The bar is just the secondary part. Same thing for me with Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. Now you, you hit on something earlier. I, I always ask the people that have come on, they talk about, you know, that first time you get rated, you go, your community goes from X to triple X. That's, you know, nothing really prepares you for that. You know, that, like you said, you, when Tyler rated you, you went from X to, you know, crazy number. How, like, were you like, holy crap at that point? Like, and chats flying by or, you know, were you used to that? I, so I have been nervous one time my whole life while streaming. Um, I don't, I don't usually get nervous. Like I get nervous about the Detroit Lions, other sporting events. Um, you know, my kids like getting hurt. Like yeah. I don't get nervous about, I, I do a lot of public speaking. I don't get nervous about that. But one day I was streaming, I had 50, 60 people in my, you know, and I'm streaming off at this point, I'm on like my kitchen table. My two kids are sleeping. They're babies. They're like in, you know, 20 feet away. So I'm trying to be quiet. I'm streaming on an Xbox with like a horrible webcam, oh you know, on, on a MacBook computer. Yeah. I, as my with my OBS. <laughs> so this is like that was my my setup. And Tyler rated me one day with with fifty nine thousand people. Holy crap. You know, this was this, and he was averaging 100K sometimes uh, around around that time. Yeah. So fit, yeah, 59,000 people. And I remember just sitting there and watching the chat fly and just being like, this is a stadium. This is now a stadium. Exactly. This went from like my living room, uh, where, where a packed living room, but my yep. living room to a stadium. Holy, what do I say? Yeah. What do I do? And I was yep. nervous. And that was the only time, you know, I, I think I hit one really sick play immediately. Like I just made a really lucky snipe and everyone's like, 
oh my gosh, it runs in the jeans. Like, and so that was cool because everyone's like, pog, 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 pog. Um, and then, and then I died immediately after, and everyone's yeah. like, you suck, you suck, you suck. And it was just like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. <laughs> um, and so I figured, like, there's probably no shot I'll ever have that many people watching me play a video game ever again, maybe mm -hmm. other content I do. Um, and so I, ever since then, I haven't been nervous, but it was yeah. wild. Oh, I bet. That's crazy. And over the years, what's been some of the highlight, highlights for you, you know, since you hit, you know, hit that go live button? You know, I, the, for me, it is, it is the glory stories. I call the, the good moments that the community shares with me. Yeah. So I've, I, you know, somebody just recently, um, you know, they just got a tattoo with my logo on their, I saw on their that arm. on Twitter, yeah. And I was just like, no way. Like, I looked at my wife and I was like, I was like, this is really cool. Um, I feel very humbled. Like, I, I feel like it would be wrong of me to be like, heck yeah, bro. Like, more right. people should do this. Like, it's not about me. Um, it's about the community. However, like, I know his story. And I know he's been through a lot. And I know that he credits our community to pulling him through some of the hardest parts of his life. Um, and so for me, man, like that, stories like that, um are really cool yeah and and there's 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 other ones like it um that i'm super you know honored and humbled by uh those are those are the best parts when i can make someone's day better uh it, I'm, I'm down yeah it's isn't it amazing how you know 10 years ago or 15 years ago you wouldn't think about you know have this you know virtual community where nobody really meets each other you know irl but you have friendships that have developed and and you have an impact on people like like you were just talking about yeah, and I and I lo I love it. I, I, you're absolutely right. And lately, when I went full time last last two years, I have been able to do a lot of different meetups, and I do a March Madness party that I invite oh, cool. everyone who wants to show up to, and that's been so cool too. Is getting to meet the people like in real life is so cool. Yeah, you say you've been going live full time for the last two years. Was there a certain moment where you that you can re recall that made you say, "Yeah, I could take this full time," or was just a gradual increase of of your community getting bigger and and just you know other things happening yeah i i have to be one of the only people that i know of that did it the way that i did it and i don't know if i would have been able to do it if i didn't do it this way yeah so i was part i you know i have three kids i live in the northwest suburbs of chicago uh, it's not cheap to live here my kids go to catholic school that's not cheap uh, i was making good money before i went full-time streaming and i don't think people understand like how much how much money you don't make streaming like you have to be averaging honestly between like probably three and five thousand viewers per second to be able to like live in upper middle class america as a mm -hmm. streamer I, I, and that sounds crazy i I'm, like maybe people think 50 60 70k is enough money to live on in most of america like it, that, that would not feed my family right so uh, i couldn't just take the risk because i have right. health insurance I, my wife stays home uh so what am i going to do well i met a buddy who ended up becoming one of my business partners and we decided to turn it into a business. So we, we called it little flower media. Mm -hmm. um, we actually had, uh, you know, an investor, not my brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, is a, a, because, and we started the company called little Flower media as after St. Teresa Lasso, who's a saint. And the idea was that we're going to use new media in order to try to make a difference in online to make, to bring light into the darkness that the internet can sometimes be. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be bigger than the stream. It's always it's always going to be bigger than Beard of Blevins. Uh, and so uh, we that was the, the reason we were able to take the risk and take the next step in um, was because we had a little bit of, of security of at least we have a couple months of runway yeah. to grow the stream to where it needs to be to be able to, you know, employ all three of us full time, including our editor 
Oh, wow. uh, you know, for the first six months to a year that we did that. Yeah. And then it's grown since then. And now it looks a little different. If you want, we can go into that and like yeah. how we made it successful. But and it's been it's been a crazy it's been a crazy grind. It's been wild. And I feel like we're doing it differently than other people. Not better. Mm-hmm. differently than other people have have done it yeah yeah something people don't don't realize i don't believe is like you don't have to be full-time content creator what you give up from a you know the typical job where you have 401k you have health benefits you can take sick days or vacation days as a full-time content creator you've got to try to wrap that into what you're doing and you can't just rely it on just streaming live 100 100 for the for two years this last two years i have taken like one or two three day vacations that were always over the weekend so that I wouldn't miss like three to four or five days of streaming. It's wild. Yeah, absolutely. And now from a, you know, from live standpoint, you have Twitch and then from your, you know, other content, what, you know, what do you create content for? Do you focus on shorts and, uh, you know, sort of long form content as well? Yep. So I'm, I've got a bunch of things in the works that I think are going to be really, really good. So in the, in the, the last two years, we focused a lot on, you know, growing our TikTok, YouTube shorts and Instagram um, and, and then doing so that would grow Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, that has worked quite well for us. Like we've we went from I think we were at like, I don't know, 120, 130,000 total followers when we went full time. Um, and then I'm over 300K now. I think we we're at like 100 or two or 300,000 impressions that year. And we're over a billion this year. Oh, wow. Um, so so it's grown well. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. It's 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 all been working really well together to just continue to grow so we can get sponsorships and partnerships, with companies we love so that we can continue to pay the bills and then continue to grow. We've got other long range stuff that we're working on, uh, uh, you know, a, a couple of different podcasts. Yeah. Uh, you know, a master class that we're going to work on that oh, we're going to cool. be able to sell. Um, and, and so there's other like bigger projects that the, what we've done so far has allowed us to grow big enough to then start working on those projects yeah. that I'm excited about. Excellent. Yeah. I saw the, the, you know, I saw on your webpage about little flower media and also bearded beats. What's bearded beats. Yeah. So our editor, uh, our editor, Thomas, uh, Beshke, he works uh, as a company called pixel pulse that he just started a couple months back. Um, he does all our shorts. Uh, you know, I've been working with this kid since he was like 15, uh, back back in the day, he just it, it's been really cool. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, he had this idea um, that we would you know create work with work with people to to create beats um, that would be copyright free music mm-hmm. that we would own that other creators could use and not worry about DMCA strikes. Oh, cool. Um, there's one other creator that I forget the name of who like does this pretty successfully, um, and it's a you know it could be a very good revenue stream if it grows, but also just a way to kind of help out the community, yeah. especially new streamers. We're like uh, you know. They get a hundred followers. Like I just got DMCA striked with yeah. three people watching. Um, what can I do? And so we're like, let's create this thing. So Thomas had the idea. We backed it. Um, and we just made, like, we just released another album today. Uh, and it's, it's super fun. It's a cool thing to be a part of, but man, I really am kind of like in the backseat with that project. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Then little flower media, we, you talked a little bit about that. So let's talk about, you know, that, uh, sort of that business. Yeah, so the idea, we're actually going through, I can't share too much in detail right now, but we're going through kind of a, maybe I could say we're going through a bit of a merger, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be really cool, um, likely with one of our investors that uh, is, I'm really excited about. It's going to allow us to branch out, uh, reach out to more, con- to work with more content creators directly, um, to bring people into being able to do content creation full time that otherwise might not feel like they could. Yeah. Um, and then create different ways for them to grow 
uh, and help them out. Oh, uh, different, different than different than what Oni Studios is doing. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're maybe catching some similarities, are different than that, um, and definitely with a little bit of a Catholic flair to it. Yeah. Um, you know, being the being kind of a priority of just having that be a part of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, but excellent. man, I, I, we're working on a podcast right now that is really going to be geared towards parents mm-hmm. um, with a little far media, and it's it's going to be helping parents navigate parenting their children in this digital world like how do you keep your kids safe online yeah um and it's not meant to be doom and gloom of the internet's horrible so just don't let your kids be on there but you know here's what movie here movie reviews and video game reviews and what, my advice on what age i let kids do what at, at certain things and i think that that could be a really cool thing oh absolutely so not a focus on you know helping parents with esports athletes but just helping parents with this digital medium that they may not have any uh, clue about yeah, I would say like mo. I have a lot of friends who you know are, like are young parents. Most of them do not know, like you know, if their kid plays Fortnite. Let's just use Fortnite as an yep. example. Let's say their eight year olds playing Fortnite. Their parents don't know that they could, you know, use their microphone and pop in and play a random squad fill and be talking to random strangers for hours at a time. Yep, they have no idea. Like they don't know. They're gonna what are they gonna do? Log in and look. Right. Most of them don't. Yeah. Uh, and so just giving little advice like that, or most parents don't know that like Call of Duty, you can like turn off the blood. Yeah. Um, and turn off the language. And or if you Roblox. Want your, your... There's yeah. a whole dark side of Roblox that, you know, parents have no clue about, I'm sure. Yeah, a hundred percent. And so th- finding ways to help them to let their kids, not get their kids away from those things. I mean, those horrible things for sure. Right. But not to say you can never be on your phone or you can never watch YouTube, but how do you uh, let them, how does, how can you use those tools to make your kids' lives better instead of worse? Yeah. Oh, excellent. I'm excited about the potential of that project. That's yeah. cool. And then a couple other things. You have um, Around the Halo and Pardon the Intercession. Yeah. We just did Pardon the Intercession tonight. So those are talk shows based off of the two really big ESPN shows over the last 20 years. Yeah. Uh, around the Horn and Pardon the Interruption. Oh, Around um, the Horn. And, okay. I was trying to yeah. get that, but Pardon the Intercession, yep. yes, but okay, Around the Horn. Yeah, and so the idea is that, like, yeah, there's like the you know we run the show very similarly. There's topics, and we've got guests that you know are pretty prominent in their yeah. different Catholic respective fields and and, and social media, um, and we get together and we talk about it and and share our takes on you know what current issues are happening in politics. And I have this like the, I, I think it's one of the weirdest things in the world that people are like, uh, no bringing up politics or religion. I was ever. just going to say like, like politics. Like, let's, yeah. Yeah. Well, those are those are the most important things in the world. Like, wh- like, let's just not talk about things that matter. Yeah. Instead, let's only talk about the best fast food burger. I'll just talk about both. Um, and, do, <laughs> and I think you can do it with respect. I mean, we've we've yes. talked about we have talked about every controversial issue you can think of on my Twitch channel uh, with hundreds, if not thousands of people watching. And 98 percent of the time in the chat included is super civil about it. It's oh, one wow. of the things I'm most most proud of yeah because like we can meet people where they're at with love and mm-hmm. like have compassion when we have these conversations wow i did not expect yeah. i i would when you were talking about you're doing this live on twitch i could only imagine the trolls and people but to say 98 percent that's amazing right there yeah it's been really cool and people oh, will be excellent. like people like people who are friends in the community will argue with each other in a loving way yeah and then be like i appreciate you thanks for sharing never thought of it like that all right we'll move on yeah yeah, because I feel t- like the, the world needs to get back to that kind of stuff. Absolutely, because right now you're everybody's hesitant. You go somewhere at a party or somebody's backyard cookout, you're you're really cautious about what topic you you know will bring up or you would add something to. Just you don't know. Yeah, and I think yeah. we got to get away from that. Like yeah. I think you can, you should be able to say something. Someone should be able to have a visceral reaction 
And then you can be like, oh, it's all good. Like, uh, you know, okay, we yeah. don't have to talk about it, but like, we can agree to disagree. It doesn't have to be this like we hate each other thing because right. we disagree. Yep. Oh, excellent. Cool. And so those shows, we do that. We have, we have and, and chat seems to really enjoy it. We, yeah. we, we have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Oh, excellent. All right. And then the other thing, you have the uh, Bearded Blevin stream team. Yes. So, so those two guys, uh, uh, you know, Bearded Marco and Bearded Magic, those are my business partners that we started this with. Yeah. Um, you know, we, or the hope was that when we went live to, together, you know, six years ago, I was live probably 60 to 70% of the time by myself, but the other 30%, they would join in. And they, they're such a great part of the community. My community embraced them right away. Um, but we learned pretty quickly that you can't just like, lift somebody up into being like a viral content creator. Yeah. Right. Um, so it just in the startup business world, it didn't make sense for them to be using their time to be live, you know, as often as they were live at the time. Um, so Marco, a great friend of mine and you know, original founder with me of little flower media, um, still part of the company, uh, but has, you know, often doing his own kind of thing right now. And then magic, uh, my buddy, uh, Matt, is he just flipped his role completely and kind of became like the chief operation officer of Little Flower Media. Yeah. He does a lot of the project management of what we're doing, managing the deals, uh, let me know when I need to post on my different social media stuff, Make it, does some video editing as well. He's kind of a jack of all trades. Oh, cool. Uh, does the finance part. So that's kind of, it started off as like, we're going to be the Bearded Blood and Stream team. And then we just realized that when I was doing solo stuff, the numbers grew so much that it just made sense to do more of that. Yeah. Oh, excellent. All right. Yeah. So normally I would ask, you know, the Fortnite content creators on, what was your path to Fortnite? But it's, you know, probably through Tyler. It is. It's it's Tyler and then just the virality of it at the time. Yeah. I mean, I, as I mentioned earlier, like I, it, I was not playing video games for one or two years before Fortnite. And then it came out and I was like, ah, oh, this looks too complicated for me to learn. Yeah, but it was still so new when I finally did try it. Like, man, I had so much fun. I'd never played it. I love the idea of a battle royale. You know, a hundred people, last one standing, and I would just land at this house outside of Greasy Grove. Yeah, and I would literally loot that house and then hide under the stairs until I, at the absolute last second, with traps everywhere. And like, yeah. I just remember like hearing footsteps and being like, oh, like having the biggest like heart races I've ever had playing a video game. Just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, they're here, they're here, they're here. Am I have to fight? I don't know. Am I? And I just like, man, it was so fun. And that's what, that's what started with me that. And then watching Tyler kind of blow up at it. Yeah. Um, but man, I've just really enjoyed like every single stage of Fortnite so oh, far. Cool. So two things on that one. First of all, um, it, would you say that's the hook Fortnite has had on you is just sort of like, you know, that those pulse pumping moments. Yes. I, I have to, you know, Fortnite, would it probably be fair to say that Fortnite's probably one of the most addicting video games of all time? Yeah. I mean, do you think of like Candy Crush and like how many oh, people yeah. got addicted to Candy Crush? I feel like Fortnite was like, let's make a video game that's as addicting as Candy Crush. Crazy bright colors, amazing sounds, yep. you know, open a chest and it's like, bring, you know, all the re-rolling. I'm re-rolling every single day right, right now. Dude, I'm, I'm losing all my gold every <laughs> single day on stream re-rolling. Uh, and, and that's part of it, I'm sure. But the other part for me was, yeah, just like the, the suspenseful moments and like being a part of like, yeah, the clips that were going viral on yeah. Reddit and Twitter. Uh, it was super fun. Oh, cool. And then the other piece I was going to follow up with, what was it like, you know, for you and the family to see Tyler's growth and popularity as, you know, like as a gamer or a streamer, who would have thought that, you know, that, you know, people can grow to that bit, you know, to that, you know, stardom and, and, you know, how popular it can be. Yeah. None of us expected that. We all knew that he could make, we all knew that he could spend the rest of his life doing whatever he wants, whether that's playing video games, streaming, still opening up an esports team, whatever. We knew yeah. that like, 
Eiler was very good at what he does and that he's going to make it. Uh, I even we even thought he could make it streaming, but we didn't know what that meant. Yeah. You know, nobody thought he was going to be on Jimmy Fallon or, you know, Ellen's show or like Times personally, all these things that had happened. I think he I think right after he played with Drake uh, for the first time, he, he was on like CNN business or something. Oh my God. Um, and like the next day and like he's like texting, he's like, hey, I'm going to be on the show. And we're, uh, and we're like, what? <laughs> uh, and, and it was it was very surreal. But we were man, we were just all super proud, nice. uh, you know, and it, I can't really think of you know one moment where we're like oh my gosh now he's now he's super famous yeah it just kind of has been a gradual thing um oh, cool. and it's you know it's it's been a mostly positive thing yeah it comes with some negative stuff but it's been mostly positive and we're just super proud of him. nice and and the negativity will be there whatever you do in life you know it's just there's a percentage of negativity you'll face whether a normal job twitch streaming it's just it's a part of life and you know unfortunately yeah, for sure. Yeah. So now from a Fortnite standpoint, you know, what do you think they've done to keep the game as popular as, you know, as it is? It just keeps gaining more popularity and, and drawing people in. I was going to say that it's listening to their fan base, the people who play. But lately, they've just not been doing that. Uh, the, the ranked idea, genius idea, mm -hmm. not allowing like Siphon and those kind of things. Um, when, when most players are like, hey, please put this in. They, Fortnite just does their own thing, and the crazy thing is they're so good at doing their own thing that it just keeps working. Yeah. Right? You think about the last – just the last year. Like, they had they brought in Unreal Engine, right? And mm -hmm. then they oh, had yeah. spi the spider webs mechanic back in the day was super cool, and now it's even better. And then they bring in ODM gear and the hammer movement and the sword, and they got rid of the hammer, and everyone's like, oh, this is going to be lame. And then the sword came out, and they're like, oh, this is sick. And then today they vault the swords and everyone's like, what the heck? <laughs> right. But then yeah. they're going to fix it. They're going to do something else that everyone's going to be like, oh, yep. OK, it's back to being fun again. So they continue to do what they want. I do think they do listen to their I do like they removed that one super OP thing, the big mega sword over that was called. Yeah, they got rid of that pretty quickly. Um, but man, they just are they just continue to re uh, re brand themselves all the yeah. time. And it just keeps working. Yeah, which I feel like any other company it would not, but for some reason Epic just keeps hitting it out of the park. They do, and I think another piece why they're successful is the IPs they bring in. Like, you know, they brought you know adding Star Wars makes my son jump into it. I jumped into it because we're a huge Star Wars fan. We go, oh, we got to get Darth Maul, and so you just start playing it and grinding it, things like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I I never think about that, but you're absolutely right. Like, I, I, I Star Wars is fun for me. I don't yeah. love it, but I like it. Um, I haven't been Batman was probably the one I was most excited yeah. about. Um, and now I don't ever wear that skin. If they do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, I'll freak out. Or how about a legendary Detroit Lions team or something like that? You know, all of a sudden yeah. you got Barry Sanders. Super <laughs> exactly. Yeah, super sick. <laughs> what what was your take when they came out with, you know, they started doing the no bills uh, modes of play? Oh, man. At first, it was funny. At first, Tyler was like, my brother was like, dude, you're not going to be good at this. Like, you have to be even more accurate, you know, like build, you like stay on builds. And I was like, no way, dude, I'm not that good at building. Like I'll be fine. And so for me, I loved it. Like yeah. it, even the playing field uh, with snipers, you know, for me, like I, the best chance I'm going to get at killing somebody who's 10 times better than me is if I snipe in the face. Yeah. Um, I do that pretty often, uh, which is a lot of fun. So I think no builds is a blast. And again, just another genius move by mm -hmm. Fortnite, you know, and they're not, they're not dumb. They're not going to take away no builds. It's, it's there to stay forever now. Yeah. 
Um, but man, I think it's been it's been a blast. Yeah, I, I'm right with you. Like the you know where my podcast started from was Escape from Tarkov community, and we go ups and downs with you know what they do with their wipes, and they hit a low point, and Fortnite came out with their no bills mode. There were so many Tarkov content creators that all of a sudden jumped back to, you had Lupo going over to playing Fortnite again. You had Ames and it just sort of gave it a, a you know, you don't have to be a crazy builder to jump in and have fun in, in this game. A hundred percent. And the skill-based matchmaking, although a little flawed, it helps as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Now, anything you think you'd like them to add to the game? Um, I think... I always get annoyed when they add too much. Just yesterday, right? We had ODM gear, swords, and spider webs. It's like, yeah. okay, that's too much. And then lightsabers. Two days ago, you know, we had it was the lightsabers, swords, and ODM gear. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. What would I like them to add? Maybe, maybe a self revive. I think could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, if they did that, or maybe they could, maybe they add like a um a bus, uh, you know, a revive van. That you can just as an item that's mm-hmm. like super rare and you can throw it down uh, oh. and res your teammate anywhere. Like I think I think that could be a little bit fun. Yeah. And then I don't, know, I don't know about adding to the game, but I think if they could find a way, I, I heard a rumor two three years ago when the new Halo was going to release uh, that they were going to have a battle royale mode that had like seventy five players in it. Uh, you know, or let's let's just call it. Let's call it 100 players, right. uh, you know, whatever. E- make it even. I'm bad at math. Um, and then you're going to have three lives, uh, oh. right? So let's just let's use let's use duos as an example. So because I'm bad at math. So you've got 50 teams of two yep. on a person lobby, but everyone gets three lives. Well, all of a sudden, if everyone gets three lives, you've got 300 people in that lobby, right? Oh, yeah. But the but the but the server isn't isn't freaking out because it's really only 100 people. Yep um how can you like if fortnite did something like that uh as a game mode Mm -hmm. where all of a sudden like it's just kind of a little bit more chaotic and there's no bots and there's people everywhere i think that could be super fun that would be crazy yeah that's a great halo never did it so i don't know where that rumor came from but i like the idea yeah that is cool and now when it comes to playing fortnite do you who do you who's your crew you normally roll with i do a lot of solos yeah uh but just because it lets me talk to chat the most right When I'm when I'm doing duos or trios or squads with someone, rest in peace, trios. Um, I I like I focus more on the content I'm creating with the people I'm playing with instead of the chat. And chat yeah. likes that, but like my bread and butter is talking to the chat. Yeah. So I play. You know, I do once a week Family Fortnite Friday with Tyler, and I and that has become a really fun thing that people oh, really cool. enjoy. Uh, yeah, that's fun. I I've been playing a lot lately with Headshot Chick. Yeah. Um, who is just like one of the kindest human beings oh on the my planet. God. Isn't she? She's wonderful. Yeah. Yep. She, she's unreal. And our, our vibes are perfect. She's like a little sister. Uh, she, uh, she's just great. Uh, love games with with swearing, squatting yep. dog, um, you know, and then some other people like from my community yep. that I really enjoy. I'm supposed Sancho and I keep talking about getting games in and we haven't done it. Yeah. Brave never plays, but I love him. <laughs> um, but yeah, that whole that whole crew of people, Kimmel, I really like Kimmel mm-hmm. quite a bit, uh, who owns Midnight Energy with me. Um, he's a good dude. But yeah, those are those are my guys. Excellent. And my yeah. gal. That's how oh, I the bike of the bonsai bros back in the day. <laughs> those guys are crazy. Okay, so how I I jumped into the Fortnite community was with through Monster D face and Brave and then through Swearing and and then Swearing was talking about bonsai. It's like who are these bonsai guys? And then 
oh my god, that energy they have is just out of out of it's insane. Yeah, they're wild. Yeah, and that's how I found you. Was I think you were playing with swearing one day? I was like, oh, who's this bearded Blevins guy? All right, cool. All right, let's uh, reach out and you know get you on. So that's how you ended up here. That's cool. Yeah, swearing's a vibe. Dude. I love him. Oh man, yeah. Last year when he went, you know, took it full time, and that you know the, when he made that announcement it was just fantastic. Such a good guy. Yep. Yeah, and he's 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 from a nor he's northern like you. He's from uh, Wisconsin, I think. Or yeah, he's like unfortunately that. he's a Packer fan. <laughs> we'll let him slide. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> so now, do you have do you go to any Twitch cons or the Paxes or anything like that? I've been to two Twitch cons. One right when Ty blew up. Yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, it was him, Lupo, Tim the Tapman, oh, um, maybe Nick Merckx. I think was there. Um, you know, and they were all like at the peak. Uh, courage. Um, and it was fun just to hang with those guys. I was, a, I was, a, I had just become partner. So it was cool oh, to like, cool. you know, be there as a partner too and like meet some people from my community. Yeah. That was a blast. Uh, and then, and where was that? That was in uh, San Jose. And then I went to TwitchCon last year in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, that was the last one I, the, the next one I went to. And I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. That's the only, I haven't gone to any of the other big gaming ones. Yeah. Because like it doesn't seem like a good investment for our business. Like you know, like there's not a lot. Uh, uh, we can do meetups on our, of our own. Yeah. Like anytime we travel, and I travel quite a bit. Um, but man, in a perfect world, I'd be going to DreamHack next week. Yes. Yeah. That sounds like it's going to be a blast. I, I was actually I had Reddish on a few weeks ago, and she's she's got uh, an invite to go play there. She's cool. pretty excited That's about awesome. that. Yeah. And now, you know, when you step away, actually, first of all, how would you describe your, you know, somebody's coming into your stream for the first time? What are they expecting? Uh, man, joy. Like, I, I'm, even when I'm not feeling it, I'm feeling joy. Uh, so they're going to get joy. They're going to get laughs. Uh, I'm going to sing a little bit. I'm going to make three of the best Fortnite plays you've ever seen in your life. And then for <laughs> three straight hours, not finish top 80. <laughs> uh and and get roasted by my entire chat and yeah. community which i love um you know and you know at thursday nights you're gonna get thirsty thursdays we're having a couple of bourbons and just having fun and doing some random duo fills and you're gonna get a lot of sports talk and a lot of hot takes on food excellent all right and uh, and you know to sort of piggyback that how would you describe your community oh man they're they're like they're all it's funny because i'm probably older than most of them I, it's an older ish community like yeah. 25 to 40 for sure uh, of course, you've got all ages, but 25 to 40 is probably the main. Uh, but I, f I feel like they all treat me like I'm the little bro, which is a little weird. Yeah. So it's like only they can make fun of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They're the yep. most they're the most loving, supportive, incredible, generous community of all time. And every one of them roasts me. But yeah. if some stranger comes in and roasts me, they will they will go at you in a loving way. Like they're not right. going to like there's not they're not dropping curse words and whatever. Like yeah. they're saying, you know like forget you the mods aren't deleted i tell people do not ban people right away i don't care what they say unless it's unless it is racist or anti-semitic or like something like that yeah give them another chance if they're coming in there and they're like john lose weight fatty do not ban them let me talk to them and and you know nobody nobody who's living a joyful life goes online and says that stuff no right so like how, let's talk about it how, why are you feeling that way but okay. they're like johnny let me get them let me get them and it's like no no no, no guys <laughs> they don't they're the only ones who control me you know nice all right, a little sports talk here. So you can go to any three, you know, say football, hoops, hockey. What do you? What is your preferred sport to go watch live? Funny, we talked about that tonight on, on stream. Oh, shoot. Uh, no, that's perfect. This is great because uh, it's top of mind. I mean, I don't go to a lot of hockey games, mm -hmm. 
but hockey's my favorite sport to watch live. Yeah. I mean, bro, it's, I've been, I've been to a few, it's unreal. You get, you get close to the boards and just the action and the banging on the boards and the the checking that happens a blast, but I absolutely go to way more football games. I go to, I go to one or two Michigan games a year, one or two Lions games every year. Um, And then man, lately I like, I like college basketball too. Yep. You know, March Madness is fun. March Madness is crazy. Yeah, I've been to one. We had uh, tickets for a Patriots and Jets game you know, years ago. Great seats, you know, VIP parking. We had the, the buffet beforehand. But nothing compares to hockey live. You know, like the the, the speed, the hits, the, the chatter that's going on, the chippiness. It's just such a great yeah. sport live. Yeah. It's, oh, it's unreal, man. Yeah. Chirping, chirping. Yeah. And you know, the other, like here, I, we talked earlier, I'm in Connecticut near Hartford. We have the uh, farm team for the Rangers. So to take the family to see a hockey game, it's under 100 bucks for a family of four. You get, you know, sodas and it's it's perfect, man. And the hockey's awesome. great caliber, too. Is that, that's not the Hartford Whales, right? It, well, we lost the Hartford Whalers to the the Hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. So oh, they're playing. They're playing tonight. They're playing aren't they? tonight. Yes. Yep. Are they winning? I don't know. I think they're. Are they down three zero or two? Yes, they have to win tonight's must win hockey, yeah. bro. Yes, they're down one with five minutes. Oh wow! All right, we'll see what Jeez. happens. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Playoff hockey is the best, too. And at the end of it, you know, just the, sh- the lining up, shaking hands, just, you know, good fight. Yeah, there's nothing. That's, I'm Canadian, I so I got to, you know, it's got to be my favorite sport. Love it, man. <laughs> so now, you know, when you're not streaming, creating content, you know, what do you like to do? You know, what do you you and the family like to do? You, do, do the kids play games, too? So not yet, man. Yep. They're they're eight, six, and three. Oh, okay. Two boys and a, two boys and a girl. Um, you know, they're right now. I mean, my wife and I complain about this all the time. Like we're, we actually might homeschool next year, uh, just because man, they're so young and like they're gone for nine hours a day. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're sitting in a classroom for that long. It's just wild. So yeah. uh, we're we're thinking about that. But you know, they're, they're so they don't game yet because when they get home, they have their sport and then they have their homework and yeah. then they shower and then we read books and it's bedtime. Oh, nice. My kids go to my kids go to bed at seven. They wake up at six thirty. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So not a lot of time for video games. Not on the weekends. Like I'm gaming all week. So the last thing I want to do is play games. Mm-hmm. So we're just we're playing sports outside and nice. hanging out. So they don't quite game yet. A little Pokemon Go with me here and there. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to get them into some games as they get a little nice. older here. Looking forward to that. Now are they? Um, uh... so athletes so you say some of them are playing sports yeah they, they love sports oh, so good. far man i mean they're still so young and I, I just want them to do it if they love it i yeah. love sports so i try not to be like a huge influence about it like i want them to do what they want to do but yeah. also because i love it they love it so they play football soccer basketball nice. um and we're not crazy we're not driving them all over kingdom come at eight seven eight six and mm-hmm. three yet but but we let them play the sports they want to play and yep. they, we play a lot outside so Excellent. So yeah, what do I like to do with them, dude? We're reading books or playing sports. That's a, awesome. about it. Yep. Uh, and then you know, my wife and I—I I work you know three four nights a week. So my wife and I get three four nights a week together. You know, we're watching our Netflix shows, playing some card games. You know, nice. having just having good conversations. I love to cook. Yeah. I make I'm the cook in the house, so I make dinner every night. And then my hobbies, bro. I'm I'm watching sports. You know, uh, smoking cigars having bourbon and nice. and you know doing barbecue for sure all right so what's on the net netflix playlist with when it comes to tv time with the wife we're watching ted lasso right now oh dude that's so good i wept last night 
what if you season didn't see are last you night's in? episode we're we're caught up so oh, okay. we're on we just watched the second to last episode last night oh and it is uh it is a tearjerker it's, it's oh, funny because no. swearing and i we text about that show all the time <laughs> nice. every tuesday night we're texting about it which is oh. fun uh so so that's good uh man what else like we watch blacklist blue bloods yeah and then I watch my shows when I travel, like all the Viking shows that I love. Yeah. And then she watches all her like Bridgerton and the prequels to that when she's watching stuff by herself. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. That, that Ted Lasso, that first season was just so good. It just, every episode just made you feel good. And it's like, I, you wish you could just watch those again with no, you know, just an empty memory on those. hundred percent. Yeah. Oh man. That's awesome. And now, you know, for, yeah. So enjoy your kids. Because, you know, my oldest is 22, and then I've got one in at 20 and then 13. Dude, first 10 years, they'll fly by, and you're like, holy cow, how did that happen? And the next 10 will go even faster. So you're just encouraging me to homeschool. Appreciate oh, that. Dude, More time with them. Yep, absolutely. And then you know, I, I'm jealous of you because you got a couple of athletes there. My, It took my third child who just last year she discovered a love for volleyball which is my sport and finally you know after you know so many years i finally got an athlete and it's just it's so good <laughs> oh that's fun yeah it's 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 crazy man i'm not i'm not that guy on the side my wife actually it's funny like she'll she'll be on the sideline like yelling like come on kill god i'm just like i'm like babe babe like he's eight let's yeah. relax here but I'm I'm that guy methodical in the back watching every single move so that at the end I can be like, You want to talk about what you did well and what you can do better? And and my kids, my boy's like, Yep. I'm like, all right. Nice. We did this, awesome. this, and this perfectly, buddy. Well done. We're gonna get home. We're gonna practice these three things. Excellent. Oh, I love so it. Cool. So now, you know, when it comes to content creators, who's anybody out there who who's flying under the radar or people should check out? Ooh, that's a good question. So I all my all the homies that, that I just mentioned. You know, swearing, squatting dog, headshot chick, Kimmel. Um, th those guys are uh, top tier. They're good at what they do. Yeah. And I, and so I would say they're flying under the radar because they should be bigger. They're mm -hmm. doing. They're big. They're some of the biggest creators in Fortnite, but they should be bigger. Yeah. Uh, you know, Versa. Versa is a is a cool dude. Very good at Fortnite. Uh, there's a guy named Mister Ticken. Who's a stream sniper for uh for, for me and Tyler for a long time. He's pretty funny, pretty good at what he does. Um, and I got a guy, I got a buddy uh you know named Riddle Nerd, who's a, a mod in my community who does a lot of mental health streams and does some oh, rocket okay. league and some Fortnite, who's good. Uh you know, so I I, I want to shout out like all my buddies. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of one like one really good Fortnite creator who I think is or, or just content creator in general who I think should be like massive that that isn't yet yeah yeah um i probably i probably will i probably would say i'd probably say headshot chick all right yep absolutely she is you know she yeah. she's good at the game um she's family friendly which i i, I have friends swearing's not nope. love swearing <laughs> don't care love them <laughs> i don't have them on when my kids are around yep. no big deal right often my kids aren't are, are at school so yep. i get to watch them love swearing but I do think that when you do bring in the family-friendly aspect, it, it obviously has a chance to grow your audience because mm -hmm. then parents will let your kids watch. And she, like, yeah, she should have thousands of viewers. Yeah, absolutely. She should agree. have thousands of viewers. Yeah, she's so entertaining. Her community is very welcoming. She's good at the game. It's just, yeah, absolutely agree, hundred percent. Oh, talks yeah. in the chat. 
Yeah. And uh, hey, congratulations. You've got your own little tournament happening tomorrow, right? Fortnite, Eastride? Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. We've, uh, th- it's the first time I'm doing one with them. Um, I don't know how many people are going to join. You just have to join their Discord, but I'm, I'm pumped. I'm playing with my buddy Kimmel. Um, so we're going to represent Midnight Energy, and I'm going to get stream sniped for sure, I'm sure, <laughs> and just absolutely rocked. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to try to find some snipes and some movement and uh, see what we can do. Excellent. All right. And hey, uh, speaking of like sponsors, any sponsors you want to give a shout out to who've been there for you guys? Bro, University of St. Thomas in Houston, first Catholic university to ever sponsor a Twitch channel. This is, you're not asking me about advice later, are you? Uh, we can do it now, either way. Well, like it's the only pod. advice, the <laughs> advice that I would give, because I know you mentioned earlier some advice, like every one of the sponsors that I have, except for Midnight Energy, um, is is I'm the first person they've ever partnered with on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Every I feel like a lot of content creators are reaching out to like Logitech and all these other like obvious sponsors. Like we can, if you spend 20, 30 hours a week messaging people, like defending a reason why you should, they should check you out. We're the new billboards, uh, you know, all that stuff, like spend money here. Um, All like, it's, it's crazy. Some of the deals that I have and, and it's beneficial for, for me and also for the company. So university of St. Thomas in Houston, first Catholic school to ever partner with a streamer. Um, Two classic T's. I'm the first person, the first uh, person that they've, uh, ever sponsored on Twitch and partner with uh, Net Ministries, a Catholic organization. Um, we've got two more that we're announcing that I'm the first one with oh, them excellent. as well. Pixel Pulse, which is a, uh, my, the people we use for video games. Yeah. Um, you know, Midnight Energy is unbelievable. I, I I drink two a day. I love it. It's healthy. It's good. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one, but those are. I mean, dude, those those sponsors have been massive for what we're trying to do. Yeah. And I'm super excited. Right. I, I turned down a lot of sponsorships because I don't want to sell out. I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, it's some casino company. Right. It's just not, I like gambling, bro. I love gambling. I, I'm not going to spin slots on my stream when, when, when kids are watching. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I'm turning down deals that like would help the business. Uh, and it's because of the, the brands I just mentioned that are partnering with us that I'm yeah. able to turn those down. And now the university partnership, that's um, they have an esports team. They do. They have an esports team, but then also it's a Catholic university. So I do a lot of other content with and for them. Yeah. Um, I've been to the campus quite a bit, but they've got an esports team that's very good at League of Legends. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's, I've, so in my other job, we do a lot of technology for schools and corporate and whatnot. And some of the schools, like the Quinnipiacs, University of New Haven, they have esports teams. And we're talking Division One, you know, full on, which I think is, is so cool because now you don't have to be an athlete to wear the school colors and participate and, you know, feel part Ooh. of the school. That's a good way to put it, man. That's a good way to put it. Cause I, I don't love using the word athlete for esports people. Mm-hmm. I just don't, but you're right. Like the part that, that matters is that they feel like they're part of, they're representing the university in the right. same way. Yeah. That's, that's a cool way to look at it. You know, you got your university of Michigan, the gold and blue. Now they, you know, the sport and the, the, you know, the Jersey. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I got to ask you, what was the experience like to be on Family Feud? It's surreal. <laughs> it's surreal. They, you know, I will say this. There's a big difference between Family Feud and Celebrity Family Feud. Yeah. Celebrity Family Feud, you get a green room, you get makeup, you get fine wine and dessert and food. Yeah. Regular Family Food, bro, you get, you get bagels, 
that are dry with Wait, like on, you did frozen both? cream cheese. Yeah, so we oh, did regular family that. feud before Tyler ever blew up. We did regular family feud. No we did way. really well. And then we got invited back to Celebrity Family Feud after he blew up and played against Juju Smith Schuster's family and beat them. Yes. Um, both times were a blast, but man, the difference. Like you're you're they, they treat you well on the original episodes, yeah, but you're not eating well, you're there all day. Celebrity family feud, bro. They send a limo to the hotel. Oh, like it's shoot. it's kind of nice, yeah. Nice. And now if, when you guys won a celebrity one, what was the charity for that? Uh, you know what? It was uh it was I, I want to say that it was a military gaming charity. Oh, okay. It's been so long. Yeah, no, when I was doing research, I saw it was I saw Tyler's chair. It was Tyler's oh, okay. like idea and his charity, and he was the celebrity on Celebrity Family Feud. So <laughs> uh, but I, I I'm pretty sure it was like a gaming veterans organization, yeah. which oh, is awesome. Cool. And now any charities you support with your stream or in your, your content? Yeah, I try do I try to support as many uh as many, you know, Catholic crisis pregnancy centers as I possibly can, right? Yeah. Women who are just going in, who are scared, don't know what to do, they can't afford, you know, any diapers or ultrasounds or all that stuff. Yeah. Um and 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 they just any way they can support them, they do. Um and then there's this awesome group called the uh the Franciscan Sisters of the Eucharist out here in Chicago who are living like in the most dangerous part of downtown Chicago. Um, and they're just loving their neighbors and helping people get oh off the God. streets. Um, and, and they're awesome. So I try to support them uh, in any way Excellent. that I can as well. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. All right. Well, hey, John, you survived the podcast. I thank Sweet. you so much for doing it. But before you go, I have to ask you to call out somebody that in your circle or you think has a good story that could come on and, and uh, you know, share their origin story. Ooh. Dude, you got to... You gotta go. You gotta interview Kimmel. Okay. All right, Kimmel. You have do you know him? Out. No, I don't. I'll, after this, I'm gonna go check him out. I yeah, find him on on, on Twitter. I can send him to you. You yeah. got it. You if I tell him to do it, he'll do it. Bro. All right. Kimmel is awesome. He was big on Facebook. Yeah. Um, but he's also doing a bunch of other really cool stuff. Oh, cool. So he's somebody you gotta check out. Excellent. All right, Kimmel, we're we're coming for you. And uh, before you let you go though, um, again. Anything coming up this year you want to, you know, you got any goals, anything you want to, people should keep an eye out for? You know, I'm, I'm excited to see what, ha I, I, I don't want to be known as a Fortnite guy. Um, again, I don't want to like disrespect Fortnite. I yeah. love what Fortnite has allowed me to do. I do. It's been a big part of what, of the growth I've had for sure. I love it. I'm thankful for it. I will continue to play, but I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot more variety streaming and not video game variety. Just yeah. a lot more like IRL stuff. Um, barbecue and meats, random you know, bourbon tastings and, and cigars and conversations. Um, and I'm really looking forward to like how that expands the community over the next year. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, best of luck to you. And hopefully, you know, maybe down the road, we'll get you back on. That sounds good, my friend. You were great. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor.